You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. It's episode 151 of the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast with your host Nick and Amy. And today's title of the episode is Ways to Connect Emotionally with Your Wife. This is going to be a good one, babe. What? (laughs) What? What? Oh, you're already making me laugh. That's one of them. That's good. That is one of them that we'll talk about. Exactly. That was just so sudden. Um, Yeah, so we just had our marriage retreat last week. Was it last week? It's not even almost two Yeah, weeks. it's amazing. It was amazing. And this conversation came up and a husband raised his hand and said, how do I emotionally connect with my wife? And so everyone... And what, hold everyone, on. What was the wife's response? That's what I'm getting to. Yeah. So everybody looked at the wife for her answer <laughs> and she said... The words that most women say, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right? I don't know what I need. So the wife the wife was saying, I just want my husband to connect with me emotionally. What does that mean? I don't well, what know. What does that mean? Well, I don't know. <laughs> and, 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 and that's a valid that statement. It's so true. We're that's not, totally we're, we're not laughing. We're not laughing because of that answer. We're laughing because I say that answer and every other woman says that answer. Because sometimes we just don't know. But it's our responsibility to figure that out. So this episode is, is, I wouldn't say it's just for the guys, because it's not just for the guys, but we are saying, guys, here are the ways to connect emotionally with your wife. And for the women listening, you can either say, oh, yeah, they're hitting it spot on, or like, oh, they're so far off. I don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah, I don't even know what they're smoking. so. (laughs) So... This is going to be an interesting conversation for the fact that (laughs) me and Nick are like opposite. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we are. We are. Totally. But that's okay. So you're going to have to pipe in about what you want emotionally because I think Nick needs more emotional attention. Totally pipe in. Yeah, and like we always say in so many things, we understand that there's couples that are maybe a little bit different, and we might be one of those. Amy's always saying, you're like, you're the more emotional one in the relationship. And maybe I am. Not so. like emotional, like crying kind of emotional, like wanting to talk emotional. Yeah. Because like neither of us are like super emotional at all. But like when it comes to emotional connection, I think you crave it more. I was born a man. If I go off what, if I go off what society tells me that <laughs> if I'm emotional, then maybe I'm really a woman. Oh, gosh. So, but no, I am a man. He's and, joking. And I, yeah, like, I, we are different in some ways. Like, I I have more, like, after Amy and I make love, like, I'm the one that wants to cuddle. And, yeah, he uh, is. And I'm like, I want to go And he's like, just 
get away from me. I go to bed. <laughs> so, so in our, in many ways, um, I am more, maybe a little bit more like a woman in certain aspects, but that's all right. Hey, you're owning it. You're, oh, I'm, you're very masculine. I'm, so. yeah, I'm as much of a man as a man can be. So anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, let's dive in. So Amy, uh, and I, all right. First thing is you need to talk to your wife. Right now, I know we talk about communication all the time. Don't turn it off yet. We're gonna get into but other we, stuff. We seriously can't tell you how many messages we get that like, oh, I want things to get better with my wife. Well, have you talked to her? No, I haven't. I don't know. I want to have better sexual intimacy with my wife. Well, have you talked to her about it? No, I haven't. I'm too scared. So it obviously is a problem, and I, I mean, it's a problem for. 80 90 percent of people like they just don't communicate so well and hold on and then you get the wives and you're like have you expressed to him how you feel i've already told him before i don't need to tell him again he should know how i feel yeah you do yeah you do you have to tell him like every day yeah we're a guy all you need to do (laughs) is just tell us hey this is what i need or this is how i'm feeling oh okay oh okay and they're very receptive to that but you have to tell them over and over so you have to talk to each other. Husbands, you have to talk to your wife. You, uh, Most women, and I'm going to get obliterated, but most women, <laughs> again, need the emotional intimacy needs met before they're going to have the desire for the sexual intimacy needs. No one's going to get mad at that. That's like 99% so accurate. So if you're wondering why your sex life isn't rocking or you know you just aren't connecting in that way, this is probably the first thing you should look at. Am I providing my wife the emotional intimacy by talking to her? Am I having good, deep conversations? And again, I've said this a thousand times. Think of when you were dating. You talk for hours and hours and hours. That's what makes you connect. And for most marriages, that communication is not happening like it happened when you were dating. For sure. And most women, most women... Do not want to go make love to somebody that they're not feeling all lovey-dovey with. Exactly. Like, I know it's physical for most men, but it's not for most women. Like, we are not going to to even want to be sexually intimate if we are not emotionally connected and feeling safe and secure in the relationship. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so... Um, when we get the arguments and comments that, why do we always have to be the one to put in all effort? Why do we have to take care of the emotional and make sure everything's perfect before we even get what we need? Because that comes first. Yeah. (laughs) Because it comes first. And we're not physically wired. Not all of us. I'm just saying most of us are not physically wired like our husbands to just be like a light switch. We need that emotional connection. So, yes, it does come first, and it is highly important. So, talk to your wife. Provide that emotional connection through talking. Yeah. I don't know how many times we need to say that. Yep. But apparently some more. And if you're just like, I just don't know what to talk about anymore. We're just kind of tired of talking. That's why we created the Ultimate Intimacy app. Conversation, conversation starters. starters. Would you rather conversation starters? Intimate oh. question conversation starters. Truth or dare conversation starters. If you're lacking in the talking area, we got you covered. We got you covered. Yeah, there's no more excuses. So go check it out. 
All right. Um, the next one? The next one. Do more than merely pay attention. If you want to connect more emotionally with your wife, you can't just be paying attention to her. you gotta you got to express gratitude to tell her how much you appreciate the things that she's doing. Let her know that of what you think and how you feel. Rather than just paying attention to her and listening to her, express gratitude, appreciation. Um, just like what you want. Yeah, just like what you want. We're so much alike, remember? We're so much alike. And... What I don't know if she's a working working woman, a mom, a stay-at-home mom, whatever that is. Her job's really important in your life. So she needs to feel like Nick just said, appreciated. And like like she's really really important to you and her job's important to you and that she's respected and yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. It is, but it is, but we it, all need reminders, right? It is amazing what showing appreciation and gratitude for someone does. Like, that that simple thing alone can transform a relationship. Can you imagine if, say your, say your wife is, is a stay-at-home mom, and you got home from work, and you're like, I, honey, I'm just so grateful that you are such a good mom. How about I rub your feet tonight for you? No expectations. Just because I love you. That little tiny question might change your spouse, your wife's entire day. Yeah. Or week. And if you keep doing those things, that, I Naturally. Mean, imagine how it's going to change the relationship. Naturally, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, next one is break out from your routine, your normal routines um, from time to time. This one is hard for me. I, you know, I'm kind of a, the type of guy... Well, actually, that's not true. I like getting out and doing things. But like date night, Amy's like, oh, let me guess what we're doing tonight. We're going to go to dinner and then get dessert. And and we're going to talk about where we should go all the way there and probably pick the same place. And although <laughs> although that happens a lot of the time. And, and then we're going to talk more <laughs> about marriage. <laughs> yeah. So maybe maybe next time I could, I could take her uh, to a... <laughs> oh, yeah, what, what can I do? I'm on do? the spot. Yeah. Next time. Our son is such a good example to us. We'll be like, hey, you should take a girl out on a date Friday night. Like, what do you, what do you think you'd like to do? Oh, well, I'm going to go take her hiking, and then we're going to go pick up whipped cream and play the whipped cream game on the top of the mountain. You better explain what that is, because uh, oh, oh, people are thinking so Sorry, it's... Okay, well, it's a teenage thing. <laughs> You're right. That sounds kind of weird. Uh, that's, yeah. Yeah, he's a really good kid. He, uh... You, you grab whipped cream and you put it on your hand and you slap your hand and it flies in the air and you try to catch it in your mouth. I don't know. I haven't done it. <laughs> haven't done that yet. Yeah. It's a crazy teenager thing. Apparently, it's super fun and he likes to think of fun, adventurous things to take his dates on. He's like, I don't want to just go sit at dinner and talk. Like, he's, you know, he's very yeah. adventurous. Yeah. So, we're learning from him. We are. So, yeah. Maybe next time I could take you river rafting down the river. <laughs> And then after we're done river rafting, we will uh, bike back home, soaking wet. We'll sit by the fire, and <laughs> all right, we'll just go to dinner. Okay, we're boring. Oh. <laughs> all right. No, we're well, not just talking like date night routine. We're just talking like routine. Sometimes you just need to switch it up. Sign I'm... up for a marriage retreat and go do something new. 
or go learn something new together or instead of doing a date night go do a date breakfast and watch the sunrise shake things up a little bit you know and and shaking things up a little bit um breaking out of your routine you can also do that in the bedroom and you should yeah. be doing that in the bedroom that's true break out of your routine try some new techniques some new your mind is going so off of emotional intimacy oh that's true we are on emotional intimacy my bad my bad i'm steering it back sorry <laughs> totally right i don't know where but, i'm going but as we are speaking about wives i'm like a new toy would be good for her yeah i was i was, I was saying that because you were the one that said hey, i need something i need something new i know i get bored easy. so yeah i so, get bored easy um, i need a new toy yeah um okay so, well, you kind of already touched on adventure. Well, I think the next thing is do something together that is out of your comfort zone. So what do you think that means? Um, a well, a lot of times we just do things that are comfortable, right? We're so because good at Because they're comfortable. We're so good at that. Yeah. So what, what does it mean to do something that is out of your comfort zone? Emotionally. Yeah. Like what would that mean to you? To do something out of I would zone. think that that would... Speak to a crowd of a thousand? No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> That's way out of my comfort zone. Um, I would take Nick ballroom dancing. Hmm. I've only told him I wanted to do that for like 10 years now, but you can guess how many times that's happened. A big fat zero. I did try to no, book it once, but... No, you didn't. I totally it. It's not true. Um, out of our comfort zone, yeah, that could be, well. That depends on what the wife likes. Yeah. So ask your wife, what sounds adventurous but fun to you? Like, what would you like to learn? Where would you like to go? What, I don't know, just something new. Like doing a, a ropes course or obstacle course or going hiking or camping. Or climbing or... or... Yeah, just something that's a little adventurous that you're like, all right, I don't know how this is going to go, but, or, you know, where we're going or. Let's get a sitter and go stargazing and get a mattress in the back of the truck or car and go camping or something. Yeah. That's sporadic, right? That'd be pretty adventurous. I think there's just something though about like getting out of your comfort zone and doing something that's a little bit exciting that gets your juices going. Okay, well, we're especially talking, together. Yeah, well, we're talking about emotional intimacy and what your wife really wants when it comes to this is for you to put in intention that that you're trying, like you're going to plan something or make effort to do something different or make effort that you want to try something that you maybe don't want to do but she really wants to do. I think this all comes down to I think a lot of women find it romantic that you are willing to like plan something that she really wants to do. Yeah, totally. That, mean, that totally means a lot agreed. to a woman instead of you just being like, same old. I don't know. Yeah. I We just get in ruts in our marriages. And it's easy to do. It is so easy to do, especially in certain stages of life. So, For sure. Yeah, just be intentional about that. I really like the next one and I think it's really important is, you know, really try to make your wife laugh. I mean, you could, <laughs> honestly, you could be like totally butt ugly but if you have a good sense of humor and you can make your wife laugh, like they are so attracted to that. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm balding. I'm 47 and I'm balding. And let's just, you know, let's just be real. Like, you know. Yes, to pull out some jokes. <laughs> yeah. So I make up for that area by trying to make Amy laugh. Because I know like, okay, nothing I can do about my hair, right? Like I'm a balding guy. 
Not saying anything bad about balding men because balding men. There's a lot of good. No, because you know exactly. But I'm just saying for me personally, like I don't want to be bald. There's (laughs) there's going to become a time that this thing's coming clean. But I try to make Amy laugh, and you know, because women really like that. They do like a good sense of humor. You know, laughter is the best medicine, and really, that is so true. Like you go to a comedian or you know different things that make you laugh, and I mean, it's just something about laughing, right? So really, guys, try to make your wife laugh. You know, joke around. uh, Do fun things together. Um, I think most people that have been married quite a while have realized that beauty fades. And we have to dig deeper, which is what Nick's talking about, even though he still looks hot. Are you saying that from experience? Are you you saying like Nick's Nick's, uh, age? I I didn't even notice that Nick lost his hair. No, not you even. You haven't noticed. even noticed? <laughs> well, only because I cut his hair. I'm his hairdresser. That's the only reason I noticed. For part of my hair. <laughs> part of but if we talk about like personalities, let's get serious for a minute. It's really attractive to women the way that you treat her. So when we're talking about emotional intimacy, not just laughter, but kindness, respect, the words you use, your compliments, the way you treat her. When you treat her like a queen, that is shows that is emotional intimacy to us. The way you talk and respect us as a woman and as your wife, that's huge. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out because there's a lot of personality things that are very attractive to us. Yeah. How would you, for, for you, like in our relationship, like on a serious note, and I was obviously joking around about all that stuff, but on a serious note, like how important is... Like a sense of humor to you. It's pretty it's pretty important. But I think it goes beyond that. Like I don't need someone that like makes me laugh all the time. But I need someone that... The, okay, I'll just say this. The good thing in our marriage is that Nick... Like I love this about him. He doesn't get mad very easy. He just doesn't. Like I've seen him get upset with the kids. What are you talking time. about? <laughs> like that's so out of place for him. You never even... You even raised your voice in our marriage in 20 years besides one time when our... Yeah. Yeah, well, everyone has that I moment. I lost my mind. But Nick's just a very passive, loving, peacemaker, genuine kind of guy. And I just think it's really important if you want to really show that emotional intimacy, it's it comes with respect, love, and kindness. I know you want to keep talking about laughing, but there's just... That's great. There's more important things. No, we want to. You are a or woman. Just as important. You things. are a woman, and the the audience wants to know what a woman wants. They what a woman wants. What a woman wants. What a That's woman what wants. They, exactly. But a lot of these go both ways because men need that too. For sure. So. All right. The next one is, um, you know, know, knowing what your wife's passions and goals are, and encouraging them to do those things. I think mm. I think this is really important. I think a lot of times in marriage, we we assume that like okay, um, the husband's out working in a lot of cases, or you know, I, I don't know. I think a lot a lot of times we wives put their goals or their passions on hold, you know, especially when raising kids and things like that. And I think as husbands, we really need to encourage our wife to take part in their hobbies, um, the things that they enjoy, their talents, 
you know, whether it's whatever it is, but really encourage them to do that. I know for me in our marriage, like I really try to um, encourage Amy to to do the things that she wants to and enjoys and the goals that she has and encourage her to, you know, support, 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 support her. Like I would, I would be the first one to support. Um, if Amy came to me and said, Hey, I want to take a seven day vacation, uh, going somewhere, um, to pursue one of my hobbies or whatever, I would be the first to say, yeah, I think you should do that. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Thanks for my idea, babe. Uh, next next podcast, she won't be. She will. Nick will she be will, alone. She will, She won't be here. She'll be uh, wherever she's at. It's figuring out a new hobby somewhere in the world. No. No, I but like I'm that. being. But I'm being no, all like serious, that. and I also know that like you're not like the type of person that's going to be like, oh, I'm just going <laughs> to you know do this, this, and this. Like you're you're realistic, but I would totally encourage and support like anything you want. Which is very important. I appreciate that. So, yeah, I think it's really important for emotional support, but just making sure your wife knows. I, I think it's a lot of us moms that we kind of just like we become a mom and we kind of forget that we have other things that we love and love to do and talents. And so just being really like, hey, you know, I know you've been with the kids all day today or we've both been working. And I mean, just why don't you go get out for a couple hours and go do something fun when you encourage that? That just shows a really healthy strength in your marriage. And it's just it's really good. Yeah. Emotional support. I agree. So that can grow your emotional intimacy. Next one is don't forget the physical connection. And uh, the first, when I first (laughs) thought, oh, Oh, we all know what you, we already know what Nick But I know we're talking about emotional. So we're talking about like, you know, holding hands and snuggling and putting your arm around each other and just. (laughs) Non-sexual touch sometimes. I know. And and I'm guilty of this because the second like Amy... You know, he hold- complains all the time, like, you don't ever just touch me. I'm like, that's because I touch you, and you're like, are you in the mood? Is that your way of initiating? That's true. That's true. Right? Yeah. Like, and I think for, I think for a lot of men, that's, at least what we've heard is like, yeah, when their wife shows that affection, they think, oh, she's, it's, it's go time. <laughs> she's in the mood. She's in the mood. Or maybe she just wants to rub my shoulders without being in the mood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, and when you did that the other day, I really liked that, by the way. I'm sure. When you were rubbing my shoulders. Mm-hmm. So, non-physical touch. I try to really... You, I'm, I'm not the best, but I really try to hold Amy's hand and, and connect in... I think you need that more than I do. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe. I think it's for you. Half the time he's trying to hold my car, hand in the car, I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. Do we have to? <laughs> Oh, that's And then I let go and then I feel guilty. I'm like, he really needs this. (laughs) All right. Well, okay. (laughs) Guys, you you let me know if I'm crazy or you feel the same way. Leave some some notes in the email. (laughs) Make me feel like I'm not just off on an island by myself here. You want non-sexual touch, physical touch, and sexual touch. You would just love to be touched all the time. I would. I am a non touchy person which is probably not normal for most women so in this situation we need to swap (laughs) before we give advice but most women want to know that you want to touch her hold her hand grab her butt not just when you want something or are expecting something that's what shows emotional intimacy is showing her that you could do those things without it always leading to sex 
I love how you're tap dancing around this because you're like most women, not me, but most <laughs> women. I mean, I have no idea. I I, I don't want to be touched, but most women, I think it's awesome. I just think you're a very touchy person, and maybe I get I get a lot of touch, and I don't necessarily need that. And I think there's a lot of guys that don't touch their wives. And so the wives are missing that and that's why they need it. Okay, so this is where we get into love languages. And we've had this conversation and I'm not going to go into it. But I want to say, me and Nick have had this conversation a lot. And I think love languages switch all the time. Because when one person is really good at giving that, sometimes you feel like you're neglected in a different love language. And that's when you start craving that one. So the fact that I get so much touch in our marriage makes me not a love language touch because I'm already getting that. So when I take the quiz, I'm I'm putting down questions that I'm not getting. Yeah. Which I get, you're good at like just pretty much giving me most of those things. But the one that I'm lacking the most is usually the one that I'll select. So that's interesting in a marriage. If I was all over Nick all that time, he might pick a different one because he's already getting that. Right? That's a great point, yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I think it's important and love language is the next thing I wanted to talk about because it's so important to realize that they do change often. For example, when we when I first, you know, we first got married, my love language was physical touch. Now 20 years later, <laughs> it's still physical touch. So <laughs> You just like destroyed my entire point. I know. I'm totally joking. I know. You're I know joking. No, what you're saying is exactly. Okay, it doesn't. What, t- it never changes for the man because they're all mostly just physical touch all the time. No, but what you're saying is totally accurate, right? If 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 your love change. language, if your love language is getting met, then you might be more like if we filled out a love language thing and and I was getting physical touch all the time, I would probably. My my love language would probably come back as something secondary, like probably. you know, time or whatever. And I totally agree with what you're saying. Is if if those that love language is being met, there's a good chance it might come out as a different love language because you're like, oh, I'm already being I'm already met in this. That. Yeah. So what Nick just said is that he's was loving. He was a love language physical touch and 20 years later he's still a love language physical touch so his love language never changes because I suck at giving physical touch so that's never gonna stop <laughs> right but that's okay right. that's okay, okay. You're, we, we talk about it it's fine we talk about it all, all the time good. and I'm always trying super hard to be better which is what marriage is all about and I'm so, trying to be better at um, your love language as well <laughs> which is um, it's, it's gifts. No. And, um. Wow. Now I'm sounding, okay, just stop. Now I'm sounding high maintenance. I only like ra- raspberries and fruit. That's my, my love language. Oh, that's right. We added that. I we forgot. Added, we added a, we added a no, sixth a love language, which was fruit. That is your love language. You're really good at giving compliments though. You're really good at access service because we both run our house. So I don't really. Like, so yeah, it's usually, I feel like, something that you're kind of missing. I feel like most people are drawn like, well, that's my love language because I need more of that, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. So anyways, the whole entire point of, <laughs> of that conversation was go take the quiz and really speak your spouse's love language because the women, if you want emotional connection, that's how they're feeling loved is by that love language. Maybe she needs more compliments. Maybe she needs more help around the house. Maybe... That is what's going to make her feel emotionally connected to you. Or maybe it is 
the words of affirmation, the more of the talking. And maybe she is a physical touch because she's not getting enough of that. For sure. So whatever that is, that is going to jumpstart your emotional intimacy when you figure out what it is that your spouse needs and then you start talking in that language. I I, yeah, I I think we complicate. We were talking about this the other day. We're like, oh, we should have recorded this conversation as we were in the shower. But we didn't have a recording device in the shower, of course. We didn't. But um, I think... A lot of times we really complicate things, but I think at the end of the day, like we've talked about before, a husband and wife really want the same things, mm-hmm. but sometimes we have to take a different path how to get to that. You know, sometimes sure. the husband may take the scenic route to get to the end, you know, end destination and the wife may take another route, but at the end of the day, we w- I think most for most couples, they all want the same thing, but it's different routes or different ways to get there. For sure. Totally agree. All right, moving on from love languages. Moving on. Um, I just want to... Gosh, is there anything else? I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more ways we could talk about, but every wife is so different. That really comes down to you asking your wife, what do you need to feel more emotionally connected to me? Yeah, you're... What do you need? You have to ask that question and you have to do it often. You can't do it once a year or once every few months. Maybe do it weekly, if not daily. Right? Yeah, because it changes just like we talked about. You know, I don't know what I need. And, and you're exactly right. Today it might be, I need this today to feel yeah. emotionally connected. The next day it might be something totally different. Like, I need this today to feel emotionally connected. Mm-hmm. So I think if you can have that conversation like Amy said, um, quite often. And I'm, it can be something as simple, not even a conversation, but something as simple as asking your wife, hey, what can I do today to make you feel emotionally connected? Oh, you know what? That's so nice of you, sweetie. Uh, this is what I really could could use today, or this is what or I'm feeling evening, today, yeah. or this evening. And, I mean, and, and we're not trying to make it sound like, oh, women are so high maintenance. you got to take care of all these things for them. We're just saying, like, make this a natural part of your life. Like, if, you, if you're if you missing some connection in your marriage, make it a daily question that you ask each other in the morning and, or in the afternoon after work. And most husbands out there really want to know what they can do to make their wife happier. For I mean, sure. That's... that's that's normal. Like that's why we got married. Is like, how do I, how do I make this relationship good, and how do I, you know, have that connection with my spouse, and I want to make her happy. Like these are natural desires. Like everything we're sharing mm-hmm. is just easier ways to make that connection even better. So for sure, and it's not the husband's job to read your mind or to figure out what you need. This is where I'm talking to the wives. It is your job, women. To tell your husbands what you need. And if you don't know, you need to figure that out. I just have to say, it's not your job to figure me out. Because if you don't know what you need, how in the world is your husband supposed to know what you need? You got to figure that out. Like, you got to deep dive deep inside you and say, why am I stressed? Why am I not feeling connected? What are the barriers keeping us from having good intimacy? What distractions are in my life? What can I take out of my life? What, what do I need help with from my husband? What... You just got to figure that out for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's going to take a little alone time. So have that. And then you've got to be able to go back and be honest about it and be like, this is missing. 
this is what I need. I'm really struggling with this because this is missing. I did that to Nick. I have done this many times to Nick. We had a good conversation last we night. We had one and of I was like, I had no idea you were feeling that way. We had this conversation last night in our own marriage. Because sometimes, even though it sounds like we're just like have this amazing marriage, which we do, we still have moments where we're disconnected. Yeah. And I have to share my feelings. And, you know, you hear on the podcast, oh, yeah, I feel like our marriage and intimacy is amazing. Well, last night I literally sat Nick down and I'm like, I don't feel like it's amazing in this area. I feel like we need improvement. And I let my heart out for an hour and we had discussions. And then I felt emotionally connected to him because he listened. I listened. I listened to his side. I asked him how he felt. And it turned into a really good conversation. And coming to find out, I had no idea she was feeling that way. But I was also feeling the same way she was feeling as far in certain aspects. And so we're both like, yeah, we've both been feeling that way. So, you know, what can we do to change it or, you know, make things better? And so we put a game plan together. Yeah. So like just having that having that discussion can be just a huge thing. Yeah. I just think it's really important to not point fingers and expect we're so good as women to just I already told him before. He should already know that. I told him that last week. Once again, just keep it a continual conversation and don't expect mind readers. We are different, but we're so much alike. And just having a good tone and those simple conversations all the time to keep that passion alive, it's just so big. Well, think about it too. All The men out there know what I'm talking about. But from a man's standpoint, I'm just like, just tell me what you need. It's that simple. Like, it is. And, and I know maybe it's frustrating, but why is it frustrating for a woman? Like, it really is that simple. It'll take you five seconds. Sweetie, here's what I need. And for most men out there, they're like, great, let me provide that to you. So really, it's it, most husbands out there, like I said, want to really please their wife. But sometimes we need to know what that means and what we need to do, because as we've talked about, in our eyes, a lot of times that changes on a daily basis. Like it's not always the exact same thing. So as a wife, just go tell your husband, sweetie, this is what I need from you today. Perfect. Like, okay. absolutely. And vice it, versa. it just will make things so much better and it's not hard to do. We as men sometimes just be, need to be told. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't know what to say. Amen. Was, amen. Amen, Sister McKinley. Um, <laughs> no, we hope you... Uh, yeah, so we hope you enjoyed the podcast. We hope this helps. And as we as we say every podcast episode, please leave us a review. Consider leaving us a review so we can even get more people and get more reach. Uh, we are getting a ton of downloads and people listening to the podcast, but it's not reflecting in the reviews. And we have been working so hard on a project. And should we do a drum roll? Uh, Nick doesn't want to do a drum roll. He has no idea what I'm about to say. I don't. Say. I, I'm, I just got stage fright because I'm just like, oh, what's she saying? No, no go we ahead. We are launching our new emotional intimacy course in May. Love it. In May. I'm not going to tell you a date in May yet because I'm not sure. But we've been working super hard on it. It is as awesome as the sexual intimacy course, but it's going to go hand in hand with the sexual intimacy course. So once again, it's going to have conversations, back and forth, ratings, topics, all the barriers to a good emotional intimacy that can possibly come in your marriage, how to destroy those barriers so your intimacy can be amazing coming out in May. So we hope that you'll stay tuned for that. Whew. 
Well, that was exactly what I was hoping you'd say. Is it? Perfect, yeah. It's going to be awesome. I was going to say that, and I'm like, oh, can we announce that yet? But, sure can. But I was, you were reading my mind. That's how well you know me. <laughs> so, anyways, we hope all of you enjoyed the podcast. Please feel free to reach out to us. Leave us any comments. We love hearing from you. Amy at ultimateintimacy.com. And until next time, we hope you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship.